with today's podcast. I'm Dr. Priyanka Anand, your podcast host. So tell me, ever since the pandemic struck, have you been really thinking about reinventing yourself? Basically recreating yourself professionally, personally, learning something new, uh, changing what you've already been doing. That was the reset that the whole world went through. So guess what? You're absolutely on track and you are on track to listen to today's podcast, which is on the topic upskilling. So what do we really mean by upskilling and why is it important in today's time and how is it impacting the industry? Now, when we talk about the learning and development space or the training and development space, all the training heads and the learning heads are basically busy with figuring out how to upgrade their existing employees, how to really help them catch up with the change that has already taken place. So obviously, initially, we were all fumbling and trying to find our feet and, you know, just doing a damage control or a rescue operation. But now, once the lull has set in and we kind of understand that this is the way things are going to flow, we've understood and accepted that there is a change that we are looking at. So coming back to the topic, what do we really mean by upskilling? Upskilling basically means learning on the job or via the flow of work or the workflow, right? And it's become very popular with business leaders in today's time because of the significance of the changes that have taken place. And we've realized that whatever skills we all had need to be updated, upgraded and redesigned and redeveloped. A lot of things that we were doing in the past do not uh, stand ground anymore because they've become irrelevant or redundant, right? Now, uh, you know, and this has mainly not only happened because of the pandemic, but also because of the digital transformation that has come about. The competition for talent is very, very high and uh, there are very few skilled candidates. So, you know, you have these job opportunities, but then everybody seems to be fishing out of that limited talent pool. And that has created uh, uh, upskilling as a very, very important trend for the industry. Now, what can candidates do to really stay ahead of the curve? And what can HR leaders do to be able to adapt a lot of upskilling within the organization? See, because Firing and rehiring is also a huge cost for HR, right? And whatever workforce that you have, which has already culturally adapted, you know, they're already adding value. They are familiar with your organization rather than having to lose them and finding new talent every time. It's very important to be able to upgrade and absorb the workforce that you already have. So the first aspect of skilling that I want to really discuss today is digital and interpersonal skills, right? Now, digital skills are obviously, you know, 70% of the most important skills and the fastest growing skills across the world, right? But interpersonal skills are also not far behind. Obviously, technology requires us to adapt, you know, efficiently and productively in the workplace. But the relationships that are there between the employer and the employees, they also are suffering because of lack of face-to-face communication. So somewhere, you know, there was a lag or a gap 
that has taken place now i know that we are always con- corresponding through whatsapp emails video conferences but um that connection that human connection that was there is missing now so that is one very important area where a lot of organizations feel that you know they need to upskill the second aspect is learning analytics so basically you know when big data came in and uh, traditional uh, quantitative methods uh, of teaching you know um, in universities and organization and open education platforms came about uh, for learners to learn most of this data was never structured right and it was never available in a way that it could be uh, you know given to the employees so uh, now what we are seeing is that learning uh, analytics is becoming very very effective and it is transforming wide ranging data into actionable information and insights so ultimately it is improving the overall education system so now candidates can actually prescribe to tailor made courses that have been customized you know for their learning rather than a one size fits all approach because in an organization learning has to be customized right the third aspect that i want to talk about which is very very new and has caught up in many industries is gamification or game based learning so basically gamification makes the entire learning process like a game and uh, you know it applies to gameplay elements and mechanics where the existing pedagogical uh, 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 sorry pedagogical training uh, to motivate and engage learners uh, it starts to work as a game and you continue to learn right now then you get these achievement badges you have leaderboards you have points you have progress bars you know you have levels which you can cross and then there are quests or challenges uh, that are thrown to the learner and basically gamification takes a certain learning process right so it modifies its using of gaming principles but on the other hand the game based learning takes a game and uses it for learning right so like it is also called as gbl it is aimed at developing discrete skills and there is a specific learning outcome which is targeted here rather than you know just a pedagogical system where the person is continuing to learn and assimilate and accumulate information now uh, the fourth aspect that i want to talk about is corporate learning so when we talk about corporate learning we are talking about learning on the job or via the workflow right this is very popular as business leaders understand that integrating upskilling into everyday work is a more effective and a cheaper way of developing application based skills now corporate learning which is also known as corporate education or even workplace learning it's a system of activities which are designed to educate employees now i understand that it helps the employers as well but it is more beneficial for the employees because it enables them to hone their knowledge and they can grow skills professionally and personally right and you're not just growing a skill you're using the skill you're applying and acquiring that knowledge so <coughs> both aspects are taken care of sorry now over the years what has happened is that there is a certain sense of pessimism around corporate training programs because employees think that yeah it's a waste of time and you know i have a job that i have to get done hr and tnd keep pulling me into these training programs and they waste my time and then when you finish a training program and you come back on your work desk again you have a boss who's chasing you for deadlines right and targets that have to be met 
but they are designed to highlight the gaps right so basically these bespoke training programs or the corporate learning programs are now not about generic training right not a tick in the box for hr they are focusing on those gaps which have been highlighted in your profile secondly they are also addressing specific issues that you are facing in your work now and they are relevant to that position which you are filling so now obviously it's the role of lnd to evolve rapidly and to enable the upskilling by regulating because the software is there the information is there you need to see how will you customize this information to suit your employee because at the end of the day it's about what your employee needs right and obviously the employee has to see credence and value because training programs are a huge investment even if they are online learning platforms they are a big cost for the organization so whatever decisions that we take have to be practical have to be well thought of have to be data based and also have to be adding value to the employee because the employee has to see that value because he or she is the one who's going to be in the training program the next one which is really picking up now and it is a trend which was going on for you know past many years but we see it right in the front is micro learning now micro learning is obviously part of a learning strategy for all organizations regardless of whatever size your organization is right now because it focuses on specific objectives so it cuts out all the unnecessary factors and it supports the primary learning journey of the employee now what do i mean by micro learning obviously if that's the question that's coming in your mind it is basically gaining better understanding and retention of the concepts that have been learned so it can be used as a primary mode of training delivery for a learning program just before an e-learning program or just before a virtual instructor led training program which we call the wilt uh, or you can follow it up with key learnings after the formal training program so micro learning basically it's like a reinforcement or a refresher you know where uh, it sort of helps you then another advantage of micro learning is that it can be administered in a variety of formats so you could have videos podcast gamification quizzes and much more now whether it is learning technical skills or interpersonal skills these trends will continue to impact the way candidates learn and organization will continue to benefit from these modalities and interventions now obviously learners have to be able to apply their knowledge to the job but they also have to be able to retain that information and they are already going through an information overload right these are not students in a university that are wiling their time and coming for a lecture these are high performing candidates who have very very busy schedules and high pressure jobs that they are in and obviously if they need to upskill some change or churn or some newness has come into that role now or in that industry which is highlighting the fact that they have to pick themselves up again they they finished all their education they were achieved a certain level in the organization and now again there is a new need that has presented itself right so we have to figure out that how many man hours can the organization save in training by using such tools so a permutation combination of these tools and how they can be utilized by organizations to make progress in the quest to become agile and adaptive because that is what a dynamic organization 
needs to be in today's time so i hope the podcast was of good value to you i will come back with a little more on upskilling and training of employees because i've been getting a lot of queries from my listeners uh, from hr practitioners who want to basically uh, progress with uh, learning and development thank you very much for listening